Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Welcome, everybody, to episode 51 of the Four Dorsman Podcast. I'm Nate, a.k.a. Angry Nate. Joey. Just Joey. Just Joey. I'm Collector Clint. <laughs> Just Ryan. See, when he does a normal intro, it like throws me off more than if he says something ridiculous. Like, <laughs> you know. Well, I do it every now and then. Yeah, just mix us, mix it up and keep us on our toes. Um, but thank you, everyone, for tuning in this week. A um, couple quick housekeeping things. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore dorksman. Uh, thank you everyone for the episode 50 love for the game streams and supporting us on our uh, getting to affiliate on Twitch. Um, you guys have all played such a huge part of that. So we truly, truly, truly appreciate that. Um, we've pretty much been in touch with all the winners, I think, Clint, uh, for the shirts yep. and the, the stickers and everything. So uh, keep an eye out for those things. They'll be coming your way really soon. Um, what else we got going on? Happy birthday. To Julie, yeet, yeet. the logo designer, thumbnail extraordinaire that helps us out every week. Uh, it's her birthday yesterday, or the day before now, once you hear this podcast. But happy birthday, Julie. You're probably not a day over 15, but you probably <laughs> look 12. So congratulations. But you look like you're 45. Exactly. That makes you feel better. That's what drinking the blood of all the children does. Right? Yeah. Right. I think she's, I, I, she gets that to Florida. She just ages to like 16. I think that's just how it But works. the thing is, she comes back to San Diego and then looks young again. It's kind of crazy. It's weird, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Speaking of San Diego, we would have been... In San Diego, very shortly, probably celebrating with Julie in person. But unfortunately, all this COVID stuff happening, SECC canceled. But don't despair. There, We've got some stuff in the works with a few other podcasts that you might have heard of. Um, there's honestly too many people to name right now. But keep an eye out on uh, the regular social channels for all the, the people you guys already listen to um, or even just us. Um, and we'll be sure to get you guys all those details for what we're going to be doing virtually for SDCC uh, upcoming. Um, I'm always forgetting Dorksman Bingo. Uh, play Bingo, dorksmanbingo.com. Shout out to Andrew, of course. Andrew, who put the card together for us. And shout out to Larry for the redirect so it's nice and easy instead of having to uh repeat the podcast bingo.com slash 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 whatever every week so we appreciate that um am i missing anything i think i got everything for the housekeeping stuff i just want to address the elephant in the room yes that elephant is nate yes so for everybody else that's just listening to this they don't know but nate's not on screen with us today. i'm not he's got a janky camera on his laptop. I'm going to turn it on real quick. Let's see if it's still flickering. See, no, it's, it's still flickering. janky. It's still janky. Yeah, you can go ahead and turn it back off. So all we're looking at is is Nate's avatar, which along with the rest of our Funko heads was created by Austin. And uh, it's throwing me off because I'm just like talking to this just big black-eyed crown-wearing avatar and it's it's really throwing me off. What's perfect is you can't see me just throwing up middle fingers. Is it? Is that what you're doing behind oh, the totally. scenes? Flipping everybody off. It's flipping you guys off. As soon as you guys start talking, it's just the fingers go up. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Anyways, well, um, well, hence the angry name. It makes sense. Yeah. But now that I got that out of the way, I did enjoy looking at everybody's um, bingo 50 cards that they made. Yes. I enjoyed seeing some of the squares. I'm sure Andrew's going to see some of those and, and probably uh, add some of them to the uh, existing card. But it was it was very funny reading some of the some of the squares that people made. up. Yeah, they were very creative. I'll give them that yeah. special shouts no, out to Ed. Sorry, oh, here we go again. We're like coughing out. <laughs> That's the that's the beauty of video conferencing, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, Joey, I keep cutting you off. Go ahead. I was just going to say, if you have not seen the cards that were done yet, you can go look at our Twitter. I really need to put them on our Instagram. That's my fault. I've been kind of slacking on the IG here lately. But they are on our Twitter if you want to go check out some of the ones that people submitted, like Ed and Meg and Steph and the Andrew. Pineapple Dino. thug. Yes, yeah, Ed the, the pineapple, pineapple thug. thug. I think that was what Ryan was about to talk about. Yes. So Well, hey, since we were giving shout outs. Oh, there you go. Bad. The bell is back, Damn baby. Oh, boy. The bell is back. Here we go. Bad damn bell. We gotta get a soundboard, like like the one that Damien has. We gotta we gotta invest in the soundboard. There's digital <laughs> so, stuff I can look into. Yeah. Anyway, get more more subscribers on our Twitch channel, Twitch.tv/slash/the underscore dorksman. Subscribe so we can put more money back into soundboards and bells. I'm just kidding. Don't yes. do that. Don't we subscribe. We should all have a bell. That's, that's or, or I want multiple bells, different different frequencies <laughs> and sizes. I can ring different ones for different people when they say different things. Needs more cowbell. Yes. yes. Ryan will get a cowbell. I want like a foghorn just because it's like angry. I want a triangle just so I can ring it like they just do like on multiple the times. dinner time yeah. out on the ranch. We'll get you, you wind, we'll get you wind chimes. So like no, 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 no. You need the you need the triangle because you need to be like Kristen Wiig on SNL when she plays yes. it. Joey kicks her leg up and then hits it underneath her leg. I want to see Joey do that. Yes, it's gonna happen. Anyway, we'll please can, can please continue, Nate. <laughs> um, so we'll jump into the Ask the Dorksman questions. We always love your questions. We love hearing your answers to the questions. We love getting your questions. We're still got a backlog, but we still always enjoy more questions. Yes. So our first question today. Is uh, from Jorge, uh, toys underscore are you kid? Toys R Us kid. You probably seen him on the stream. Uh, he's on the Average Nerd podcast as well. Yes, so yes, shout yes. out to those guys. Second Terrible. shout out. Don't need to ding the bell. No, no, they're ten episodes yeah. in. So shout out to them. Yeah, ten episodes. Uh, they just released their episode yesterday. Episode they ten. Give so. Yeah. Uh, his question is: Which characters would each of the dorksmen be from Rick and Morty? You can't choose your own. The other guys have to choose for you. So that makes this, it much more interesting. I like yes. that. This is based on his, uh, based on, he sent in this question when we did the Rick and Morty episode and I've been yeah. chomping to get this one answered. So we finally right. got it in there. So what would you, what do you think, who would Joey be? So everybody uh, I, say first that, I am. Yeah. Is that how we're yeah, doing? So we all say, yeah. <laughs> is Ava, Ava, Ava enjoying her milkshake that you made her? Clean? Apparently. I don't know. Really so excited up right now. <laughs> Dude, did you put like too much sugar in there? Or like, what happened? <laughs> Oh, no, you know what it is? There's some cocaine in there. That's what it is. That's, oh, that's why she's all crazy. Are you, saying, are you saying cocaine's a hell of a drug? Good job, Ava. <laughs> drug reference. Yeah. I didn't force it. I thought you'd put weed in there to like slow her down. So, you know, Colorado. No, so if you guys really want to know what happened, I have a pint-sized hero of Cuddle Team Leader that went missing for two days, and she just found it. So she's super <laughs> excited about it. Mm. That's awesome. So is that how we're doing it? We're going to go around and say who we think each person should be, or are we doing it like we'll say? We'll just do like, so Joey answers first, so we okay. pick who Joey is, and then we'll go to you, and then we'll go to Ryan, and then we'll go to me. Okay. This is going to be difficult yeah. for me. 
So, um, well, it's, I, true. I, it's yeah. funny. I, I actually have a, I've actually picked a number of them for both of you. Um, I picked up an honorary mentioned in an actual pick. So, oh, do it. <laughs> you um, went all out, sir. I do. Well, I did, but I, I, the reason for it isn't as exciting as you might think. So, um, for Joey, my honorable mention was going to be, uh, and actually I actually pulled up here. It was going to be, uh, Aberdolf Linkler because <laughs> I, because I love and hate him at the same time. <laughs> right. Um, it's perfect. <laughs> Perfect. But um, the actual pick I went with for Joey is uh, it's a character named. Let me make sure I get it right. Little Dipper, who is the owner of Little Bits from Dimensional Cable, and he's that's because he's a big guy eating little food. So that was my pick. <laughs> Interesting. That's perfect. I don't. I don't. I honestly don't think there's. Uh, that's that's kind of hard to top. But go ahead and try anyway, Nate. Try to top it. I would pick. I uh, probably Snowball. <laughs> Isn't that the dog? His, his, yeah, it's no yes. longer dog. Yeah. His his fur is white and fluffy or what? Yeah, because because he's white and fluffy. Okay. Not sure if that was a racist or a fat joke or a little bit of both. I don't know. A little bit of both. Wow. A little bit of both, apparently. Okay. All right, Ryan. Ryan, who doesn't know the show, Rick and Morty. Yeah. So pick Rick or Morty. Yeah, can I just use the default yeah. answer and then Clint be Rick Sanchez? Since apparently that's already a thing. Well, we're not picking me. We're picking Joy right now, yes. Yeah, who am I? He's, oh, well, he's got to be Morty then. Yeah, yeah he's no, Morty. Um, I'm just going to give a smart-ass answer because I know the character's name from the show. You can be Bird Person. How's that? Oh, I, I don't know Bird for person. whatever for Bird whatever Person reason. is actually the person I chose for Nate. So we can do Nate next. <laughs> well, that's a good segue then. There you person. go. Because Bird Person is just very cut straight to the point and will cut you in general. Like, <laughs> knife cut you if you cross him at all. So okay. that's why I picked picked uh, Bird Person for Nate. Or Phoenix Person at this point, I guess, right. in time. So that's Nate. Nate's Bird Person. Clint, who do you think Nate is? Crap, I forgot my honorable mention. I got to go find it again. Um, oh, my gosh, dude. I know. I, I had put it all the, written down. I lost it. Put oh, the doobie down. No way, man. Oh, Colorado Doug joke. Uh, let's that's see. That's the second one. Okay, let's go to Ryan. All right, Ryan, is he Ryan or Morty, since that's the only people you know? Nate? Morty? Yes. Sure. Morty. <laughs> Nate, you're a Morty. All day. All day. Well, which All day. Morty? Which dimension's Morty? That evil one that's killing everybody else. Yes. Oh, the president Morty, huh? Yeah. There you go. Because Nate wants to take over the world. I well, do. Who I doesn't, do. right? Well, um, so mine... Mine is actually, I, I will find my honorable mention. I have this list here I'm looking through. I got to remember. But my actual one was uh, was Noob Noob because this guy gets it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a good choice. Here, what so, you want to do? Clint. What do you want to do next? Do you want to do me? Clint. Everybody wants to do you next, Clint. Yeah. Uh, you're squanchy for sure. <laughs> squanchy is just always a hot mess and looking like oh, you yeah. strung out on something. I don't right. know. What better to make Clint besides Squanchy? You should have seen his hair when he jumped on the pre-party this morning be- before we went live. Well, morning my time. <laughs> it's like morning. Right? <laughs> well, I mean, in in our defense, you did just wake up from a nap, so true. So you yep, got you're that right. morning hair. Right. Your hair was What's pretty. What's the crazy. orange Meesix? What's the orange Meesix? Uh, it's the Kirkland Meesix. Kirkland, yes, you could be Kirkland <laughs> Meesix as well. <laughs> what do you That's want? That's your honorable mention. <laughs> You could be, um, I mean, besides the fact that we made him as Rick as for his birthday gift, that aside, um, I think Mr. Poopy Butthole, just because of the name, <laughs> purely, purely for the name. Oui. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, I, I, did, I, I got my, uh, my artist rendition from Austin this week. Awesome. I already framed it. It looks great. Thank you, Austin. 
And thank you guys for the wonderful commission. Hell yeah. All right, Ryan. Who Ryan. is Clint? I said it earlier. Rick Sanchez. Oh, that's yeah. lame. <laughs> I don't know the show. What do you want from me? Speaking of which, Ryan is gear face or gearhead. I can't ever remember. Oh, who yes. Gearhead. Yes. <laughs> yes. He is gearhead. He is definitely Absolutely. gearhead. No, no, Ryan. In my opinion, I was saying his honorable mention is Morty, but um, which Morty? Actually, just Morty, just Morty, <laughs> regular okay. Morty. Yeah, he's, he's maybe, he's oh, borderline and Jerry. So anyway, um, <laughs> borderline. He's the offspring, though. He's not the, Ryan. Ryan might be a little Jerry, but every once in a while he shows a little Beth in him, a little, a little tough. Uh, he's got a little fire. Yeah. yeah, but my final answer for him is Roy because he's living in a whole different universe. Yeah, that makes sense for me. I, I would think he's potentially Chrombopolis Michael as well. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. assassin? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. I thought of uh I thought of my Nate's honorable mentioned. It was left handed Morty. Oh yeah, there we go. Do you do you understand why Nate? I don't, but you can explain it. it well, because he's at, cause they're like <laughs> they they call him fat Morty. But yeah. he thought he was he thought he was left handed Morty and one of the Mortys telling him he should eat more salads with his left hand, so Wow. I was totally joke. kidding. That was a fat joke, yes. It was, no, that was a fat joke. That's why it's an honorable mention. You're more noob noob because this guy gets it. That was a lot of fun. Thank you, Jorge, for that question. We, Jorge, we always appreciate the, the Rick and Morty. Yeah, we want to hear your answer. We love the Rick and Morty questions because, you know, we're big fans. Well, three three or four of us are big fans. You should watch it, Ryan. It's really it's really good. You should definitely watch it. Then you should watch some SVU. We'll just leave it like that. Fine. I'll do it. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Fine, then. But yeah, Jorge, let us know what who you think we um, each of the dorksmen would be uh, if we were Rick and Morty characters. We'd love to hear your answer. Even if you want to uh, do the same for the average nerd guys, that would be awesome as well. So yeah, we're I look forward to your too. answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, second question this week comes from birthday girl Julie Bove. Her question is, what is your favorite movie of 2020 so far? And just to clarify, we're going to pick something that actually came out at the movie theater, not some direct-to-streaming movie. Yes. Because for me, that would have been Extraction. Hmm. Interesting choice. Oh, that was pretty good. Interesting choice. Huh. E- extraction. That was the name of it, wasn't it, Nate? The Chris yeah, Hemsworth. the yeah, Thor yeah. plays. Uh, yeah. yeah. I thought that was pretty good. Chris but as far as movie theater, first, first of all, I, I told this story off-air, but I'll retell it. Anyway, it was very challenging to a remember which movies had come out in 2020 that I had seen. And then B, it was difficult to find stuff online. So I was like, okay, I'll search for, you know, movies in 2020. And that brought up way too much stuff. So I said best movies of 2020. And the majority of what it brought up was direct to streaming stuff because, you know, pandemic hit, and, you know, mid March ish, uh, as far as when states started shutting down and then movie theaters started shutting down, of course. Um, so the last movie I went and saw was birds of prey. I was actually halfway through it when I had to leave to go emergency grocery shopping. Mm. Um, but that is not on the list because I did not enjoy that movie. Um, the two that I actually did see, uh, in the movie theater that I enjoyed, uh, was, um, call the wild. So I picked that because I actually saw that in the movie theater. And then second, I said Onward, although technically I cheated because I didn't see Onward when it came out at the movie theater. I actually saw it when they pushed it to Disney+. Plus. Um, but Call of the Wild was pretty good. It's been a long time since I read the book. Uh, but I thought it was a pretty interesting story. Um, and Onward was good. I wouldn't call it one of Pixar's greatest movies. I think a lot of people uh, hyped it up and said it was. But 
Um, it had a couple of plot holes in it and not all the laughs that I thought there would be for a Pixar movie. So, but again, movie, yeah. don't have a lot to pick from, but nope. so that was my two. So I picked onward first, but again, clarification, I saw that on Disney plus. So that's why I picked uh, call of the wild as well. I don't think uh, I've seen I, either one of those. Well, onwards on Disney plus now. So, Oh yeah. I, I just, I, even if I wasn't to call of the wild, I think the completely CGI dog throws me off anyway. It, I don't know, man. It, it, it depends if you let your mind go. You, it, it, a crazy side story is when Rogue One came out, best Star Wars movie, by the way. But um, the Grand Moff Tarkin. So I didn't realize, and I should have known the actor was dead, obviously, right? But when I was watching the movie, I didn't even realize that it was one of those face overlay CGI technologies that they did with like oh. a body double standing in. Right, right, right. And then, like, once somebody pointed that out to me, that was one of their biggest complaints about it. And when I watched it afterwards, now that's all I focused on. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of that stuff is whether you fixate on it or not while you're watching it. Like, when I was watching the Call of the Wild, every now and then I would be like, okay, that's obviously CGI. But, you know, I tried not to fixate on the CGI dog as much just so I could enjoy it. But I know what Clint's talking about. Because the thing happened with Rogue One. Somebody points something out to you. Oh, that CGI dog's so stupid before you see it. And then that's all you see is the stupid CGI dog and the problems. Yeah, focus on the story. That's what the movie's about. Just close your eyes and don't even watch the movie. Just listen and formulate formulate the images in your own head. Don't do that. That's a waste of money. (laughs) Go into a theater watch the movie. Anyways, Clint, how about you? Um, so I, my answer is kind of the opposite of Joey, and, and same thing. And not a lot. I, I didn't see uh, a couple movies. I did see. I liked Birds of Prey. I thought it was entertaining, but it like Joey kind of mentioned, you got to kind of turn your brain off and just let it be what it is. But I liked Onward in the theater too, and I, I maybe that one might stick out a little more because that was the last movie I saw like the weekend before the movie theaters closed and you know shit hit the fan. So. Um, I agree it's not one of be- Pixar's best, but I mean, that's a high bar for a Pixar best movie. So I still like oh, it. Oh, yeah. Nate, how about you? Um, 2020, Bad Boys for Life. I think this is like one of two movies I saw this year in the theater. Was Terminator this year or was it the last year? It was last, it was last year. year. Okay, I yeah, saw then, that. I saw that in the yeah, theater. Yeah, you saw in the theater? Yeah. yeah. So, so then Bad Boys for Life was the last movie I saw in the theater before everything kind of went crazy. And... Um, yeah, so I mean, by default, I it, it was the best movie I saw in the theater this year. <laughs> but I mean, I did enjoy it very much because it's a bad boys movie. We talked about this, and uh, we were talking about how back in January when we did the previews, we we're like, man, we're all looking forward to all these movies. And then March came around, and that was like six years ago, and we're still trapped <laughs> in our houses. So, well, I mean, that was what Wonder Woman, and there was yeah. um, Black, Black Widow. Black Widow. Black Widow was the one that really just is a stab to the heart for me, obviously. Yeah. It's a Marvel well, it's fan. still coming. It's, 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 it's coming. Not till November, November. Yeah, but not till November. Yeah. And it screws up the entire timeline for everything else, but that's another story. Well, that's well we say November. We're yeah. hoping for November. November. Yeah, November. yeah. Right. good point, good point. What about you, Ryan? Uh, I have no default answer because I have not seen a movie in the theater this year at all. I was supposed to, I was supposed to, and you know, going back to January when we were talking about the upcoming releases for the year, I was excited for it. I just never got around to seeing it. Um, obviously, Doolittle wasn't a great thing, but I I had intended to see that as well, and I didn't see it. So yeah, all the movies that I planned to go see, I did not see when we were up in Washington and actually Vancouver while we were on our honeymoon. The wife and I had planned on maybe trying to go watch a movie then, but of course, everything just got chaotic. They shut everything down. 
So I haven't seen anything at all this year. I have no answer for you at all. <laughs> um, while it's not a movie, I will. I mean, it's something that I did binge watch. I would highly recommend watching Upload. It's not the same thing, but oh, that's one oh, yeah. of the things I enjoyed okay. watching. Yeah, yeah, not and a movie, a, not in the theater, but yeah, go ahead. You can <laughs> go ahead and push that one as your answer. Go it's ahead. a good. It's a good watch. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Favorite movie I saw this year was The Dictionary. That's that's <laughs> now my corrected answer. <laughs> It's this, irrelevant. This happening right now. This podcast is my favorite movie of 2020. Yes. <laughs> well, it's not Joey's favorite because he can't see you, Nate. Always see is your yeah. avatar. He might actually. You guys might actually prefer looking at my avatar because it is. All I see is your beautiful. avatar, and whenever you talk, there's that ring that just goes whoom, 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 whoom. Yeah. yeah. That's distracting. Like I'm, I'm watching it as I talk, and it just grows bigger and smaller. And we should do one where it's just our heads. One episode that actually might be funny. That would we be that, that would be pretty. Fun. We could and we do could it live do on Twitch. Yeah, we should do that one live on Twitch, where it's just all our heads. <laughs> people would love that. Yeah, people, people are like, oh, good. I don't have to look at these ugly motherfuckers. <laughs> anyway, anyways, thank you truly for the question. Uh, we're curious if you were able to catch any movies in theaters this year, um, and which ones were your favorite. Maybe it was uh, the dictionary like Joey's, or maybe it was a real movie, an actual movie. But let us know. We'd always love to hear your answer, Uh, which kind of ties nicely into our topic this week. It's like I said, it's been about six years since we've been outside um, and since life was, you know, quote unquote normal with with everything. Um, And we wanted to we noticed some movie theaters were reopening and uh, we wanted to talk a bit about the movie theater experience and just kind of things of what we miss, you know, any fun stories from the past about uh, involving movie theaters and things that we've uh, enjoyed and, you know, kind of what we're looking forward to once things are opening up safely again. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it open. What, what, so you, what are your thoughts? I, I just want to kind of start about them reopening in the first place. Like, mm-hmm. to me, if if the government thinks it's safe, to go into restaurants as long as you're maintaining social distancing, I would think movie theaters would be even safer because here's the inherent thing about the restaurant thing reopening is you don't have your mask on because you've got to eat. It's the same thing with the Disney parks reopening right now. And universal, I think is about to start trying to reopen too is yeah, they're requiring you to wear a mask everywhere you go, except when you sit down to eat. So to me, that's one of the most dangerous uh, I, I guess places if, if I don't want to use that term and like overuse it, but mm-hmm. I, I guess the, one of the riskier things is because you're, you don't have the mask on, but again, you're eating. So hopefully you're not coughing and sneezing while you're eating <laughs> because you have more than germs flying around. But anyway, like the movie theaters are set up perfectly because even here, our movie theater, you have to pick a seat. So I don't know how it is where y'all are. And it wasn't always like that, but like in the last year or so they started making you, there was no more general admission. So you had to choose a seat. Even when you got to the box office, like not even ordering it online, but like I I walk up to the box office, pay for ticket and they say, okay, look at the screen and tell me which row and seat number you want. Yep. So that's like super easy for a movie theater to just block out the proper number of seats around it. Right. And then I, I, I don't remember if it was my one of my kids or my wife I was having this conversation with and it was brought up. Well, nobody's going to release a new movie with being able to have 25 to 50 percent capacity because they're not going to make their money for the movie. They're going to w- want to wait till it's 100 percent capacity. And I was like, well, this is a perfect time then to bring back something that I don't know if you all had 
around y'all when y'all were kids, but we had dollar movie theaters. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that was Mm -hmm. a thing growing Mm -hmm. up. We don't have any around here where I live at now. Um, but we used to always go to the dollar movie theater. Like when, when my family was on hard times, like that was our movie theater treat was waiting six months or whatever it was to go to the dollar theater. Like to me, if I'm a movie theater and I'm trying to support my employees and I'm trying to make some kind of money, that's what I'm doing. I'm blocking off the proper number of seats around where you're supposed to be requiring everybody in there to have a mask on. And I'm showing some older movies. Now I know there's probably some legal things that they'd have to work out with the distributor, the movie theater, uh, excuse me, not the movie theater, the movie company and all that kind of stuff. But you think they would be itching to make some money too. Oh, Hey, we're going to take a, you know, reshow the Harry Potter movies, reshow all the Marvel movies, reshow, you know, all these old movies that people would pay a discounted price. I would go and pay a dollar as long as, you know, I felt safe with the social distancing protocols that the movie theater was putting in place and go see an older movie with my family just to get out of the house. They could even do that at the theaters right now, like locally here in Hawaii. uh, The last time I remember them doing it was last summer, but they would bring out a lot of the old films like they even did Back to the Future. Well, they do a summer program price or whatever it is, right? But it's the same theater that you watch it in. And like now we have a Titan XC. We have like three Three screens in the consolidated here in Honolulu. But imagine going and watching Back to the Future 2 or Back to the Future 3. By the way, shout out to Alex from Secondary Heroes since we're talking about Back to the Future here. But imagine watching that on that massive Titan XE screen in that Dolby Atmos sound system. Mm -hmm. I would love to do that. I'm wondering if some of the older movies, if they're able to play them with the newer technology that they have without the movie studio having to convert it somehow. I'm wondering if that's what's holding them back from doing some of the well, movies. That's a good point, yeah. Maybe. But there's none of them. I know they can do some because, you know, when Ryan brought up the deal at their movie theaters, that made me remember that every summer they do, um, it's called like Summer Movies Kids Club or something like that that Cinemark does. Uh, and it's probably all the Cinemark chains do it. And it's like a dollar and it's like every Tuesday or Wednesday. And it's like at 10 o'clock, they open up like four movie theaters and, you know, they just show old kids movies and stuff like that, which is great to, you know, bring little summer camp kids to and, you know, your kids and stuff like that. So, again, I don't know why. Like, it, it just it's just something that's been working in my head. And why have drive-in theaters not sprung back up? I know in some places they have. Right. But you would think that's that'd be something that people would be trying to push to get up somehow, some way to make money again, you know, for the movie industry. But Do they it, even it, have any drive-ins? Open. In your guys' area? Yes, and, and yeah, uh, they have a couple here, yeah. We had one when I was in my younger days, but I don't recall when they closed it, probably before 1990, and we've never had one since. Well, they're not, they're, I mean, traditionally, they're not profitable. That's why, but that's kind of mm-hmm. changing now, you know, as an only option. It's funny, you go to Wikipedia and look at the top grossing movings of 2020. Uh, when you get to about June, uh, June 21st was Jurassic Park, June 26th. June 28th, excuse me, was Utopia. July 5th was Ghostbusters, the original. And July 12th was Empire Strikes Back. And they say even specifically, grosses are primarily from drive-in theaters. So at least they're exploring that option. That's good. But it's funny to see those listed, uh, especially, uh, what is it, Empire Strikes Back. Was the number one film for the 12th time in its history, in its release history, 40 years after its original release (laughs) and 23 years after its most recent stint at number one. Wow. 
Well, I mean, it is a big year for Star Wars, you know, especially Empire being that it is. Well, sure, but I, it's just, yeah, but it's yeah. just funny to read those little stats. So, I mean, there are drive-ins doing things, and I, I think part of the issue is, you know, because they're kind of outdated that they weren't really included with any of the uh, policies that were being written for COVID. So it's getting those addition or amended or whatever the case is, and then getting, you know, people to actually open them up. Yeah. yeah well, it's good you. to hear that they're, you know, in the areas that they're available. Truth be told, I've never been to drive-in movie theater. I've never had the availability to go to one. Right. You know? I've always seen them on TV and in movies, people going to drive-in theaters and stuff like that, and never actually had the chance to go to. I've been to a couple of outdoor uh, movies that they would do, whether it was at a football field and they did it on their Jumbotron or something like that. But it actually, an actual drive-in, I've, I've never actually been able to uh, go to. Uh, it's, an it's a fun experience, actually, yeah. especially if you do it right. I feel deprived um, of my movie uh, experience sorry. as a child. Or as a teenager and sneaking in in a trunk or something like that, which you always see on TV and in the movies. Yeah, you pay you pay for two tickets and there's 19 people with you, and it's not like the people. <laughs> you know, it's like a clown no, car. your tail. Yeah, well, your tail end is hitting with the ground, sparking as you drive by. But they're like, "That'll be 10:50, please." You know, not even thinking about it. Real talk: Have you guys ever been in somebody's trunk before? Like ridden in a trunk? I have. I have. I have. Yeah. Well, you're the odd man out, Nate. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, MC. So anyway, uh, back to the movie theater discussion here. I mean, I, to be honest, I'm not even sold with them opening right now and the, the increase yeah. in COVID going on that I would want to even tend one. Um, I, I, I know things are opening, um, I think, due to impatience, and I, I understand the economical reasons, but I don't think it's safe to go even if they do procedures. But I will say I know, like you mentioned Cinemark, I know Cinemark's actually done a lot in the sense of sanitation now that they weren't doing before. Like they have a guy in a hazmat suit basically spraying down their leather seats. So, um, you know, they're, they're coming in hot. But um, how it's going to go forward, I have no clue. I think you've got to go forward with some kind of contingency plan because, you know, like we've we've discussed before and I'm sure people have seen it's like March, I think, is the earliest they're predicting a vaccination to be available. You know, so I hope they come up with something that's safe. Um, for people to do to a help out the economy and help people that are you know out of work and stuff like that, but you know b just give us a, a safe option to go do something you know outside of the house. It's it's becoming a mental thing for a lot of people. You know, oh totally, yes. totally, um, not getting to go do anything. And oh yeah, and I, yeah. People that are already at a fragile state as it is. You know, as far mm-hmm. as social interaction is concerned and then not being able to do anything. I'll admit I've had some bad days myself, you know, Mm -hmm. just sitting around and not having anything to go do and not have any social interaction outside of, you know, the internet uh, and social media interaction. For me, it's, it's, I mean, we've talked about this. It's more of just kind of the option of being like, can I choose to go and watch a movie and be like, no, I don't feel like watching a movie, but I feel like going for a walk. Now it's, I can't actually choose to not go watch a movie. It's I'm just going to go for a walk because there's literally nothing else to do. So I think that, you know, that, that, that plays a big part of it is just Absolutely. having that choice of, of doing something. Um, and I know people joke, but like, oh, I've been preparing for the pandemic my whole life by, you know, sitting in my room and playing video games. Like, Hey, you know what? That's your choice to do it. That's mm-hmm. cool. But you know, you really have no choice right now. And I think, you know, when the more, the, the easier people understand that it's, you know, you kind of help helps you understand how, what other people are going through, um, you sure. know, especially during this time. And I do feel bad for the movie theaters. It's like a lot of people, their jobs are just permanently on hold. You yeah. Know? If and, they still have them, yeah. That, 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 uh, and, and that, that really sucks. So well, wasn't there even talk of AMC having to 
to do something drastic. I don't think it was quite bankruptcy, but they were just doing horrible and they don't know what they're going to do uh, because of this. And I mean, there's a lot of businesses that have that, but kind of back to the, the discussion at hand, I, there, there's something to be said about going to the movies. You know, yeah. um, I love going to the, I mean, I, I'd go, I go see a lot of shitty movies even just cause I like to go see the theater. You have to sit down in the theater. You get to pick it. And the seats have gotten more comfortable. I mean, I do remember we're old enough to remember movie theaters <laughs> where stadium seating was a thing. And, Joey sits in front of you and you can't see shit. No exactly. <laughs> you know, we're also privileged in the sense that they've now have like a lot of them because it's economical, have those leather seats that recline and they're easier to clean and they're the stadium seating. So you can see, and of course the sound and everything else. What I always like is, you know, you actually have to pay attention to the movie. Like, don't get me wrong. We live in a great time when you can watch almost anything here at home. You can even bootleg things you're not supposed to, but you know, there's something about going to a movie theater turning your phone off or at least hiding it and actually sitting down and, and watching a movie. And that, yeah. you, know, you can't do that at home. I'm sorry. You could try, but I mean, it's nice. You can pause it when you got to pee, but at the same time, there's something about just being able to, nothing else matters right now. You're in a dark room for two hours watching a movie. I, I like the previews, you know, <laughs> I like to see what's yeah, coming agreed. out. So I, I, I miss that immensely. Even if even seeing something bad, I miss that immensely. I think it's the social portion of it. And going back to Nate's thing, even if you are one of those people that were like, hey, you know, I've been preparing for this my whole life. It's your damn choice to be a hermit. Right. Now you don't have that choice anymore. For the people that thrive on social interaction, you have to understand that some people are just, I don't want to use the word socially awkward, but maybe socially distance is more their thing and they just don't like to deal with people. That's fine. You know, that's your personality type. But for the people that thrive on social interaction and they want to see their friends, they want to be out in public, they don't even have that given choice to them anymore. And that's the huge problem in this world is we have all those rights essentially taken away from us. And we're forced to do what's quote unquote right. And I agree the safer thing is to be at home, but you have that choice taken away. That's the hard thing that all of us are tr just trying to come to terms with. Yeah. And it's like, you know, one of the things movie theaters have meant for me in the last couple of years. So most of y'all know my, my wife's business is she's got an at home daycare and it's 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 rather chaotic when it's at max capacity around here. Mm -hmm. So like over the summers, you know, when Clint said even go and see a bad movie that made me, you know, think of like I would like on days where I was just like, OK, I've just got to get out of this house and get away from all this chaos. You know, I would just go watch a movie that it was either something that I had no interest in seeing normally or something that I had already seen once or maybe twice already just to go ahead and get out of the house and, you know, just get some peace and quiet and go sit in the dark. There, there were several times over the past uh, couple of summers where I went and saw I just went and paid for a ticket basically just to have a nice, quiet, cool, dark place to sit in and just chill out. And I would, you know, sneak in some candy, you know, because that's how I roll <laughs> sneak in my candy, I'm <laughs> paying $5 for it. Uh, and just go sit down and I would play on my phone half the time. Like just, like, oh, you're, you're that just, guy. Yeah. Just to get away. There was like Tech three Tech. other, there's three other people in the movie theater. <laughs> Trust me. I wasn't going into a very popular movie if I was not going to be watching it. So, right. um, it's, it's, it's just like stuff like that too, that you don't think about, you know, just an escape kind of in, in my situation, a literal escape just to, you know, get out of the house to, you know, to have somewhere to go. But I do like, so one of the things you enjoy, you're talking about like the, how well, pretty much every theater nowadays is you got to book a seat in advance. Yeah. Um, I still remember um, back in the day when you had to line up like three, four hours in advance for a midnight screening just to get a good seat. I remember watching, yeah. 
uh one of my most memorable ones was uh definitely the dark knight and i remember getting off work uh like 5 five thirty, and just booking it straight to the theater and there was already like a huge line and we waited from 6 p.m all the way till the midnight release uh sitting on the floor this was like just before smartphones and stuff right so you you know you didn't have your your iphone to sit there and play games or like the battery life wasn't going to last that long so you're just like you're standing you're standing there sitting there and it was just such a great experience and it was just it was it's different you don't get that anymore yeah you know, it's it's like lining up for for hall h but not really you know <laughs> <laughs> not that not two days not in that advance intense, that thing, but, yeah yeah and i i don't really miss that um, the fact that I had to get there so early to go to, to see a movie, but I do miss what it meant because what that meant was that those people that were with you cared for that movie and they mm-hmm. were so passionate about it that they were going to sit there for hours and hours and nobody would be on the phone in the theater. Nobody would be checking their messages and you know, whatever. No one would come in late because if you came in late, you're sitting in the front row and you're, you're oh, you can't neck. be shit. Stiff right? neck. Yeah. So, you know, like things like that, I, I, I miss and don't miss about that. But, you know, it's like, like Joey is saying, it's just like it's that it's that feeling of like you're you're doing something and you're immersed in that moment and, and you're there for a reason. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like the rise of Skywalker, for instance, um, I think Nate remembers this because I was talking to him that day. We had just finished a basketball tournament and that round we got knocked out earlier than expected. And I'm like, it was the weekend rise of Skywalker came out and I was like, I don't want anybody to spoil it for me. So I'm going to go ahead and see about a ticket. And then, so there were like four tickets left before it was sold out because it was starting in like 30 minutes. But the good thing about it was I got to select a seat. So it didn't matter if I got there after the movie started. I knew exactly which seat I was going to be in. Whereas, And it was funny, Nate mentioned uh, The Dark Knight because I remember Dark Knight being one of the movies I had to line up for. Um, and then Dark Knight Rises, I remember lining up for that. He was talking about sitting on the floor and I sat on the floor and put my foot in some gum. Like I, <laughs> I still remember lining up with my sister-in-law uh, and my wife for that movie and sitting down. And when I finally got up, when they finally let us in, I had gum all stuck to the side (laughs) of my shoe. Um, And then uh, force awakens when that first came out uh, talking about lining up, like I got to the movie about three hours early, two or three hours early. And we were the first ones 30 minutes later. No, I'm sorry. We showed up. Somebody else showed up after us. And then for another 30 minutes is when everybody started showing up. So for like 30 minutes, there was just like five people waiting in line. But, you know, like Nate said, you know, you know, these people that are lining up for you, just like when you're at cons and you're in line for a panel, you're in line to buy a collectible, something like that. You know, those people that you're surrounded by, for the most part, you know, we have that flipper thing with collectibles. But for the most part, you know, those people that are in line with your fans, just like you. So you automatically have that, you know, that that tie, you know, to bind you you know, socially, you're like, oh, it, we're both here for Force Awakens, you know, and then you start talking about what your favorite Star Wars movie is and all that kind of stuff. So it's mm-hmm. a lot of that, too. You know, Ron men- mentioned the social part of it. And it's, yeah. it's uh, very frustrating. It's the camaraderie that most of us are missing. And to Joy's point, I think the biggest one for all of us in specific, like us four, would be having stood in line at Fun Days last year. That was the first time that we all met and a lot of the group that we walked in with that's the first time we got to all meet in person but being able to share that common passion with everybody around you just builds that hype and the excitement even more so that way when you're walking into the event or in this case walking into the theater 
you know, people would probably be theorizing, oh, what do you think is going to happen? Like, what's going to happen mm-hmm. with Batman? You know, is he going to do this? Right. Is he going to do that? Since you guys are talking about Dark Knight. And it just, it helps to build the anticipation and get the mind going. In, in my case, that's what I would be. I love that audience involvement in stuff. And, and when it's appropriate, sometimes people, you know, <laughs> say stuff and do stuff and they're clapping at times. And you're like, stop it. That's not, you know. But when there's just those wow moments, like I'm thinking most recently with in-game. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, when yeah, everybody yeah. shows up and, you know, when he first wields the hammer and, you yeah. know, everybody goes nuts. That's appropriate. Or like we keep talking about Dark Knight. And it's it's one of it's kind of like that in-game experience because you know everybody was hyped for Dark Knight coming out, right? Yeah. You know, Batman Begins had kind of you know reset everything with Christopher Nolan. Everybody's really hyped about Dark Knight, and the two scenes I'm thinking of specifically that everybody went nuts was the scene where um, Batman kidnapped the guy. I can't remember the character's name um with the uh jet passing by and picking up his his mm-hmm. little beacon thing from the parachute everybody All went right. nuts for yep. that and then the scene where uh him and the joker are having the showdown in the street and he's on the um bat cycle and he like mm-hmm. drives up the wall and reverses and turns around yeah. everybody went nuts during that yeah. scene and that's that other stuff that you miss being yeah. able to enjoy with people that really love the movie and really are passionate about it but yeah that in-game scene is is hard to beat as far as a movie theater experience oh yeah i don't think anything will ever top that for me for at least another 10 15 years i mean granted marvel was building up to that for over 10 years and while we all had a feeling that Captain was going to wield Mjolnir to have it fly off while Thor was battling with Thanos, and then all of a sudden you see Cap pick it up, everybody's like, holy shit! Holy shit! And then, of course, the most important thing after all of that was when he finally said, Avengers, assemble. And everybody just lets loose. I miss that immensely. Do you have any moments, Clint, from... Uh movies that you remember that uh, the crowd going crazy i mean there's 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 a couple um i'm trying to think of them all now you guys took the good ones of course Endgame's one of them um i mean i i, I haven't gone to these these showings in a while that have that kind of crowd either i usually go right. sunday or first thing in the morning well, it doesn't so, need you know. to be like the initial release of something but maybe think back since you love wayne's world so much do you remember when you went to go watch the movie for the first time I do. I do. I mean, we were like 12, so it's not the same thing. But yeah, uh, yeah I definitely remember seeing that because I was a big fan of the SNL skit. But I'm trying to think of like some of the other. What I got to think about this. Oh, Anchorman. I remember Anchorman really well. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> the best and, and the best thing was with Anchorman, like I went to the movie by myself. Like, I'm not waiting for anybody. Nobody wants to go or can go. I'm just going to go. Sat down and I laughed my ass off for the last next two hours. Didn't have, you know, didn't have anybody there to judge me about it or make me think twice about it. It was it was a great moment. I remember that actually really well now. Mm. I'm wondering what everybody's first movie theater memory is. Hmm. I'll, I'll go first, give you all time to, to think. So my first one is actually going to see Fantasia. My mm. mom took me to go see Fantasia when it came out. Now, I don't remember if it was when it first came out. I'd have to see what the original release year was or if it was a re-release. But I was young, young. Like, this is the first memory I can have of the movie theaters. And I just remember being, A, thrown off because it's not the typical, like, movie format, right? Because it's, like, a bunch of little 
smaller stories almost that are intertwined into one kind of longer story. So it's not your typical format of a movie. So that kind of threw me off as a kid because I wasn't used to that kind of stuff. Um, and then just the animation was so wild and crazy, right? So, you know, if you've seen Fantasia, you know about the, you know, the dancing hippos and the, the, the marching brooms and all that kind of stuff. And that was really weird for a kid. So my first movie theater experience was like a trip on LSD almost. So I know, I, I, know, <laughs> I, know, Clint, I know Clint knows what I'm talking about, but oh, totally. you know, it was just, it just really <laughs> weird, you know, for that to be your first movie theater experience is something that's that trippy as a as a kid's movie to see anybody else have an answer if not i'll go go ahead okay so i have two things that come to mind number one i i think we've talked about this on a previous podcast episode but this movie theater is not there anymore it's it used to be called waikiki 2 it was this massive like 80 foot screen on in waikiki and there it was a two-floor theater and the oddest thing about this place was there was a balcony where they had an organ player I don't remember what movie I saw the first time there, but it was just Phantom of the Opera. Clint's making this face like, what in the actual hell? But yeah, Yeah, I don't remember the movie, but it's just it was really weird that it was a two tier theater. So you could sit either below or above, right? Kind of like a normal theater you would go to now that does like plays and whatnot. But just the organ player was just weird. So before the movie played and before the, you know, the trailers came on when the lights were still on, the organ player would be playing. Very odd. (laughs) And then the other one was we also in Waikiki, we used to have an IMAX theater. So being able to watch something on that massive screen, which I think was probably some sort of field trip for school, some sort of educational program. But if you've never seen something on an IMAX, it's an experience. It's like pretty much top to bottom, the entire building of a screen. That's all. Yeah. Cool. I've been to one IMAX. I don't think it was an actual movie, though. I think it was when a lot of them around here were still playing just like educational documentary type stuff. And so yeah. I saw something there and I think that was through school too. Uh, but I can't really recall going to see a actual movie at the IMAX. I may have, but I mean, I, obviously I wasn't that impressed if I don't remember. Nate, oh, do you default. have a first movie? Oh, you're defaulting to Clint. I'm that defaulting must be to Clint first. <laughs> you know what? You know what my first, you know what movie I remember seeing first? I, can, I can't recall if there's anything before that was Who Framed Roger Rabbit? And I really, I really enjoyed the movie. I really thought it was, so, I mean, even at that young age, it was really cool to see. Oh, yeah, I bet, I bet you enjoyed that <laughs> at a really young age that Nick went. Anyways, seeing the animation and the, and the live action was what really got me. I thought that was so cool how they did that. And, uh, you know, of course, Christopher Lloyd's in it. So Back to the Future, he, that's when he was into popular. So, you know, recognizing him. And I, that, that's kind of, I think, my first actual movie theater memory that I have. Yeah, so, Nate, like- you got to go now. For me... It would have to be the one that I, the most memorable early one. I don't know if this is my first movie that I've seen in the theater, but it would have been Batman, which was um, oh Michael Keaton. kind of Michael an odd Keaton. thing. Michael yeah, Michael Keaton, Keaton Batman. Batman. Nice. So it's kind of an odd thing to take. So I just looked it up. I, I would have been eight years old, so I wouldn't. I was still quite young, and the first Batman movie was like it wasn't super dark, but it was. Uh, there were some some scenes in there that you know still like i think we're kind of shocking for a kid especially oh yeah yeah, yeah it was like, dark for know, the time sure. definitely dark yeah. for the time yeah. Yeah, like when um for example like when uh she throws the water on on oh, joker's I'm face melting. and he's like, he's like i'm melting and then like, he just goes boo and you know like that shit stuck with me um from when i was a kid but um yeah i think batman was the first that was the first one i remember it was uh, a capital six in vancouver downtown vancouver uh, that theater's long gone now. There's like a, another theater in, in place of it, just kind of further down the street. But um, I still remember 
uh we used to live a little bit further away from downtown so it would take like maybe like a 45 minute drive or so to get into the heart of downtown and with all the traffic and everything i remember my dad was looking for parking and um of course he wouldn't pay for the expensive parking like near the theater uh, <laughs> you'd have to park like you know a few blocks away which is you know yeah and i remember having to i had to pee really really bad um <laughs> and uh he was like he was still kind of trying to find parking my mom's like well you're just gonna go have to pee in this bag here so i remember peeing in a bag in the back seat of my of my dad's car on the way to see batman so well, that's part of the reason why it's such a memorable theater experience i was gonna say <laughs> did, did it so scar was... you for life nate no it, it is what it is you're a kid you, I, I remember it but i wasn't like i don't have a problem peeing is still funny right exactly so i looked up the fantasia thing because i was curious now obviously the first one came out in 1940 but the re-releases um it was either 85 or 90 so i was either five or ten because that was the main reissue years i could find so i would think five was probably when it was so that's a pretty uh, early memory because it was in 1985 so I, I was born in 1980 so that, that's a pretty early movie theater memory to have because I don't think I was 10 because I think I would remember that I mean you're in what usually fifth grade by that point when you're 10 and I, my memories would probably be a little bit better formed than they are of this experience so that's 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 crazy that at five years old to to still remember that mm-hmm. yeah probably 35 yeah. years ago now yeah joy you said you, you like to sneak snacks into the theater Except when, because this brings me to my next point, I love the fact that movie theaters have like full restaurants now mm-hmm. that you can have inside. Yeah. Of them. Like that is mm-hmm. that is so awesome to it me so to awesome. just be able to so sit down. Awesome. And the only bad thing, like I went and saw, I don't know if it was Jurassic World or the second one that came out. I think it was the second one that came out with Chris Pratt is like we were with such a big group. There's like six or eight of us. And between everybody ordering and the food coming in and out and the waiter coming back and forth and stuff, like I really didn't get to enjoy the movie <laughs> because, you know, you're just constantly being distracted with the waiter yeah. coming by and stuff like that. So I, I guess yeah. it's got its pluses and its minuses. So on your side, the they actually bring the food to your seat. Interesting. So on ours, they give you a little buzzer thing like you would be waiting at a restaurant, right? right? And you have to grab your food from the counter before you go into the theater, which I think is it better is, in, yeah. in your case, because at least that way folks aren't coming back yeah. and forth and distracting the well, movie. There was one that we went to in uh, California when we went on vacation. McGuire and I went and saw Solo uh, at the movie oh, theater. Nice. And this was pretty cool. They had like it was like a huge theater with like lots and lots of room in between rows. Like we had like it was like a love seat. But it was like a double recliner love seat that we could sit in with like spot for your food. But it was kind of like more like what Ryan was discussing. It didn't have like a full full, full menu, but you could still get like pizza and burgers and stuff like yeah, that. But it wasn't like it wasn't like chilies at the movie theater type thing. But yeah, you had to go get your food, but then you could bring it in and sit down with it. But some of the other ones, I don't know. Movie Tavern, I want to say, is the chain that I've been to several times. And yeah, they bring you your food directly to where you're at. Mm-hmm. So that is yes. distracting. Yeah. Alamo Draft House is the one I'm thinking of, and it is. Yeah, I, I, I've heard of those, and I've looked it up before, but I don't know if I actually ever went to one at an Alamo Draft. Well, I think other, I did. I think maybe one. The other thing is, like, actually eating your meal in a dark movie theater, especially requires <laughs> utensils. Like, that's why I, mean, I, <laughs> I, I learned that while you're watching a movie. Gotta, right. gotta, gotta it, watch it. It's, 
it's freaking hard. That's why you're like, I'll take chicken fingers so I can hold them and put them in yeah, my mouth. Don't get the yeah. spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Look at the salad not- where you got to like mix up the dressing and everything and you're just like in the dark. Nothing. Chicken more- fingers and fries. That's my goal too. I mean, that, that's kind of what you're supposed to do because otherwise you're just screwed. Nothing beats yeah. one of the movie theaters in New Orleans though that had uh like full on, like a full on daiquiri bar at the movie theater <laughs> lobby. Like you would go and like, where you would normally have concession with like the popcorn machines and stuff. It was just like nothing but daiquiri machines wow. to choose whatever kind of daiquiri you wanted while you were in the movie theater. See, like that's the thing too, is like, I, I know Clint, you enjoy beer. This is like one of the, the best things for me is being able to just, you can order alcohol to your seat. You can have a couple of drinks while you're watching a movie. You can have like some snack foods and stuff like that, like order nachos, or whatever. Then that that's fun. But like, I've seen people get, like hammered for a movie and it's like <laughs> you're paying like $30 for this ticket because it's like you know it's super expensive for whatever the seat and stuff then you're paying like eight or nine dollars a drink and you're just pounding these drinks back why it, not only that it sucks to drink well before you go see a movie excessively because then you gotta yeah. pee like every 20 oh, yeah. minutes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah it, it, you gotta make an enjoyable experience yeah. totally for sure sabotaging it for yourself Right, right. Yeah. And like, for others, like, because, I mean, if, if you're like me, the more I drink, the louder I get, and I don't shut up, and then I get told <laughs> to shut up, and then I'm like, don't tell me to shut up. So Damn, it just it ruins that. the experience. Yeah, I want to see I want to see Ryan get into the don't tell me to shut up. No, I'm just like, not, not like I want to <laughs> fight with them. I'm just like, don't tell me to shut up. I'm having a good time. Ah! You know, I think we got the episode. You got the name of the episode. Don't tell me to shut up. There we go. <laughs> Don't forget the ah at the end yeah. of it too. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. It's required. It adds yeah, character. Absolutely required. Um, I do. This conversation today is truly, truly made me miss going to the movies with my friends so much. And then you know. One day soon. I just go to the movies in general. I mean, yeah. I don't need a friend to do it. I mean, I, like I said, it's an experience on a on its own. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's. I, I hope. I hope someday that everything's back not even necessarily back to normal but things are good enough that we can go enjoy a flick you know whatever action needs to be taken sit down get in that leather seat turn on the heater if you need to because it probably won't be you it'll probably be cold and uh just sit there and enjoy whatever it is you know okay i didn't even go see like something bad i don't know something just anything something really yeah. just anything yeah yeah i mean like we were talking about like hopefully by november i think you know that's when black widow comes out and I'm 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 hoping things will be m- under much better control and we're in kind of like a safer spot to go out and and see movies again by then. But if we're not, you know, I, I personally I'm in no rush. I think it's safety first for me, anyways. Right. Um, me too. And, and, it's not, and yeah. we live in a time when, luckily, you know, we can see a lot of home. Like it's not even hard mm-hmm. to get access to anything else if you really want to see it. But there is something magical about sitting in a movie theater and uh, taking in a flick. I think being immersed in the city the scenario is what I miss most. Mm-hmm. You know, being yeah. able to sit in the middle of a great theater with a big screen, great sound system, and especially if you're watching an action type movie, actually mm-hmm. feeling the room vibrate versus, I mean, I don't have a sound bar or sound system in the living room. And yes, you know, I'll, I'll watch whatever movie is on TV or I'll pull it up on Netflix, whatever. But having that good sound system is key when you're watching certain movies as well. Yeah. Totally miss that. Totally agree. Totally. As much as we're talking about the food being better these days, I don't miss the food because number one, it's you know not the greatest, and two, it's very expensive. Yeah, we're we're all classic for. I mean, going back to when I was like a teenager, 
I would sneak in Burger King because there was a Burger King nice. place right next to the theater I would go to all the time as a kid. So, of course, you have your backpack, right? Trying to make sure you don't right. spill your drink. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I'm always shocked you guys have to sneak this stuff in. I mean, I, I remember uh, when uh, I think it was, oh, crap, which Star Wars movie was it? Was it episode three? I, I brought in two large pizzas into the theater. <laughs> what? Like, I, yeah, I literally walked in with two large pizzas. And they didn't stop you? They, no, not at all. Maybe it's a state-to-state thing. I don't know. Because, yeah, for us, they're like, yeah, you you can't bring that in, sir. Oh, yeah. no. I brought in totally burritos before. I brought in. <laughs> I mean, usually when I go on Sunday mornings, I take my coffee in with me. Nobody says a word. I'm I mean, just imagining Clint being really, really high and just walking into his own living room with all this stuff and thinking he's at a movie theater. <laughs> this movie's I got away fun. with it again, honey. Check it out. Got the large pizza sitting down to watch Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, right. That, that'd be that'd be it. We're watching movies like, oh, dude, I can't believe they just came out with a new Lord of the Rings. This came out in the early 90s. What are you talking about? <laughs> Whoa. On uh, that note. On that note. Joey, what time? It's time to go to the lobby, apparently. Yes, it's time to go to the lobby. Our game this week is all about movie theater concessions. So you'll each take a turn picking from a category of candy, popcorn, or soft drinks, or pop soda for whatever you weirdos call it. (laughs) And then you'll choose a number one to six. Uh, Each category only has five trivia questions, though. So each of the categories has a trap that will force you to do one of three things, depending on which category's trap it is. You could end up having to choose an opponent to give ten points to. You could end up taking away ten of your points. Or trap number three, you choose an opponent to switch points with. So obviously the third trap could end up being a positive, just kind of depending on what the situation is. I mean, if you're in the lead with 80 points and everybody else got 20 and 10, you are in trouble. But if it's vice versa, obviously that's a positive for you. Uh, So all the other questions are worth 10 points and there is no loss for wrong answers because everybody's going individually. So three categories are, again, popcorn, candy, and soft drinks, and the numbers are one through six on all of those. And Clint, you are up first, sir. I'm gonna go candy and six. Candy number six. Which candy is often displayed on your finger? And displayed on your finger? Um, which candy is often displayed on your finger? M and M's. Please tell me somebody else knows the answer to this because I thought this was one of the easiest ones. We're, talk- no well, we're talking about movie theater candy, Clint. So I'm thinking, and me- I don't know if this is just a Hawaii thing too, right? Because it could very well be that It's way. probably just a Hawaii thing. Sour Patch. <laughs> no, no, Ring Pops. Oh. Ring Pop is a movie candy? Yeah, y'all don't have ring pops at y'all's They don't have them like, here. No, the no. Cheap, I don't recall. Candy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. I was thinking Sorry. Sour Patch because it gets all over your fingers. Oh, God, y'all are overthinking this. <laughs> all right. All right, overthinker. Ryan, you're up. Uh, I'll stay on candy. We'll do number two. Number two. Which candy slogan is makes mouths happy? Um, Mounds, right? Nope. nope. What is it? Nate, you don't know? No. 
I thought Dude, Twizzlers were you like one of your favorite candies. I don't know the slogans. I mean, I'll eat it. Golly, you know, I thought this, I was like, <laughs> you know what? For once, I'm going to make kind of an easier game for the guys. But yeah, y'all's level of ignorance is just too far down. <laughs> they for they don't have ring pops sold of. in Hawaii at the. Can you spell candy, candy for twenty points? K A N D I. Not the name of your favorite stripper. The name of candy. Okay. C A N space capital D. Candy. Nate. Let's go with soft drinks and three. What soft drink was originally invented for use as a mixer with whiskey? This one was very interesting to me because I did not know this. So I feel like whatever I thought was going to be wrong. Um, I guess that might have been a hint. I still yeah. don't think you're going to guess it right. It's one of the, the more difficult ones. I'm just going to guess ginger ale. That would be my guess. Yeah. No, but surprisingly close Dr. as far Pepper. as kind of... Like, did you just say ginger ale and Dr. Pepper are close to each other? No, I'll, I was saying. What is the matter with you? That was, was the answer was Dr. Pepper. Yeah. No, it's actually Mountain Dew. Uh, <laughs> oh, I see what you're I saying know. about it being similar. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I got to try this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would I'm not try that. That no, is not like 4D recommended myself. and 4D approved. That's I am sure. absolutely next Dorksman party. Dorksman party. Dorksman game night. I'm gonna do. So you're Mountain saying Dew and Mountain Dew and whiskey. Yeah, it said uh, something to do with like the old moonshiners, and that's where the mountain part comes from, or something. All right, well, so Friday night, Nate. Yeah, so Friday after night. after yeah. one round, everybody has Ryan points. So let's yeah. see if we can get on the board. Speaking of Clint, it is your choice. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Popcorn and one. Okay, so you found the first trap. You found the switch points trap. So since everybody has Ryan points, you just end up not hey, getting any points. Ryan points, ding the bell. Oh, sorry, I've been slacking this yeah. episode. All right. Yes, you have. And now for the namesake, Ryan, please choose. Uh, soft drinks number five. What soft drink was named after founders Roy Allen and Frank Wright? Roy Allen and Frank Wright. A&W Root Beer. Very good, exactly. Ooh, good, go. First Hold one on. on the board is Ryan. Y'all should all be ashamed of yourselves. Yeah. Nate. The shame. Let's go with uh, soft drinks and two. Which soft drink slogan is obey your thirst? Uh, Sprite. Sprite, very good. Hey, Clint with zero uh, points and in last place. I know. I'll go pick uh, for round three. I'll go candy and number three. That is a trap, and it is negative 10 points. <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Ryan. Uh, stay on soft drinks, number one. What is the oldest soft drink in America? In America, Coca-Cola? Nope. Anybody Dr. know? Dr. It Dr. is Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Very good. Uh, Too bad you don't get any points for it, though. Nate! Your choice. Let's go soft drinks and four. What soft drink was the first product ever to appear on the cover of Time Magazine? On Time Magazine? Um, I'm just going to say Coke. I have no idea, honestly. Coke is correct. Oh, there we go. (laughs) Was it a Time Person of the Year? Uh, No, I think just the product was on there. (laughs) Although I think the computer one year was Time Person of the Year. If I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think so, too. One of them. Yeah. So, as a recap, we're halfway through. Clint has negative 10 points. Uh, Ryan has 10 points. And Nate has 20 points. So, Clint, start us off for our second half. 
Uh, popcorn number three. In which season, okay, so the four major seasons, not to be confusing, is the most popcorn consumed? Mm. Uh, I'd go summer? Nope, it's actually the nope. fall. or autumn. the fall? Damn it. Yep. All right. Sorry. You're not you really sorry. You can't even get back up to Ryan points right now. You're still in the negative. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. Clint's super excited. Ryan? Let's do candy number five. A Hershey's Kiss mixed with white chocolate is called what? Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, what? A Hershey's Kiss mixed with white chocolate is called what? I feel stupid. You should. Clint knows. Apparently, Clint, Clint knows what this answer is. I know is. this answer. You guys can't see me, but I was shaking my head when, when <laughs> reading the answer. All I see is that thing pulsating whenever you talk. Like, whoop, whoop. It's throbbing. That's what it is. It's throbbing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Choice words, pal. So, mixed with white Correct. chocolate? What, cookies and cream? Nope. Everybody? Hug. It's a hug. What the hell is that? It's, it's a it's Hershey Kiss, kiss Miss with white chocolate, you dingus. I've never heard of this before. Yeah. Well, now you have. Like, legit. Nate. Hello. Let's go popcorn and two. Which state produces approximately <laughs> one quarter of the U.S. popcorn? And it's the most, as well as being one quarter. So I could have also asked it that way, but I didn't. Hmm. Hmm. I barely know any U.S. states as well. <laughs> I was gonna say it's funny yeah. you got. Um, yeah, I, I truly have no idea. I feel like it's gonna be in the heartland somewhere. Mm? I, I feel like it's in the heartland somewhere, but I, I, I heard can't. you. Yeah, you can't um, even name one of the states in the heartland. No, <laughs> trying uh, to help you out since you're Canadian. Yeah, yeah, it's a fair help. I want to guess. Yeah, no, go ahead, Clint. I, I, Is it I, Iowa? No, no. What would your it's next guess Idaho? be? No, it's not potatoes, you yeah. dingus. <laughs> potatoes. It's Nebraska. Nebraska. It Nebraska? I would have oh, never yeah, got that. Corn? Corn huskers. Yeah. Corn huskers. Ah, ah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Learn something new every day. Like what a hug is. Yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> shut your mouth, man. Clint, the guy with negative 10 points. Let's see if we can get uh, you on the board. Pick some candy. Candy one. What was the first candy bar to combine chocolate with crisped rice? Was it Crackle? Nope. Nestle crunch? Crunch. Mm. Crunch. crunch. That seemed like a trick question. All right. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I probably wouldn't have gone with Nestle Crunch either. Ryan. Did we close out soft drinks? No, there's still one. There is still one. Still I was trying to keep track. I don't, just, I don't remember if I missed it. Okay, so let's close it out. Number number was at six. Well, if y'all would have figured this out. Oh, damn it. That's one for that category. Ah, it's a trap. Stupid, Yes. So choose an opponent, an opponent, not an opponent, an opponent to give 10 points to. I will give it to Clint. Oh, look at that. So sweet. So nice. So now you're up to zero points. (laughs) That's the best choice, though. I was actually hoping to end the game with negative points for a game you couldn't get negative. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's a better strategy rather than giving it to Nate because then he still has a lead. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This, This is true. That was the that was the point. All right, Nate. Uh, let's close out candy with number four. What candy bar consists of nougat, caramel, and peanuts wrapped in chocolate? Uh, oh, Henry? What? What? For real, dude? Yeah. I think even Ryan knows the answer to this one. I, oh, Henry. Uh, and is oh, Henry have all that? I thought oh, Henry had something else in it. No, oh, Henry has all that. Snickers. What is, is it, Jeff Ryan? 
Snickers. Snickers. Yeah. No. Okay, no. I don't feel as right. dumb now. So, oh, I'm still going to take a poll of the Hawaii people and so, ask them, do you know what this candy is? I should ask even my mom and my dad. My mom and dad last, probably won't even know. <laughs> heading into the last round, Clint has Ryan points. Ryan has 10 points, and Nate still has 20 points because apparently I cannot make a game easy enough for y'all to do it's well. True, you can't. So, we're down to popcorn, so that's all that's left. Numbers four, five, and six. So, Clint, kick us off. I'll take four. The rise in popularity of this actually caused popcorn sales to decrease initially in the 1950s. Um, what is bubblegum? No. It's television. Because it kept oh. people from going to the movie theaters. Right. Ouch. All right. So, Clint, you ended with zero points. Way to go. Hey, it's better than my negative 10. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Ryan and Clint's mom. All right, Ryan, you choose. Six. Over 200 million boxes of this caramel-coated popcorn are consumed in the U.S. alone. Caramel-colored popcorn? Coated. Are you looking for a brand? Yes. I'm drawing a blank because this is probably one of those things they don't sell out here. Take. Me oh, out to the yeah. ball game. Uh, it's, yes, it's not peanuts. So Ryan ends with 10 thank points. You for the so hint. Nate, you are the winner, but I'm going to go ahead and ask you the last. Tri- no, you didn't get the points for it, though. Uh, Nate, you get the last trivia question. What is the number one selling popcorn brand in the world? Redenbacher. Orville Redenbacher is correct. So Nate finishes with 30 points more than Ryan and Clint combined. Hell and I, yeah. I give up. I'm not doing games anymore. Y'all can do them <laughs> from now on. The easiest game I've ever made and the combined total for everybody was 40 points out of 180 possible before. points. Jesus. Did you ever go buy candy during like Valentine's Day? Oh, I, like, I, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I, got, I got to defend my ring pop here. I didn't realize this was... I thought it was all movie related, not just... Here's a ring, you know, random. Okay. Candy. Okay. First of all, you still wouldn't have got it right. No, I know, but I mean. <laughs> okay, there you go. So stop complaining. <laughs> all right. You get Fair so enough. bent out of shape when you don't win. Look who's talking. Hey, look, the three times <laughs> look I've in played. The goddamn ex- mirror. Excuse me for the three times I've been able to play trivia look for getting bent mirror, out of shape sir. when I have to switch points with you. Hey, you know what? I'll do the game for next week. Joey, why don't you play next week's game? Perfect. Love it. Here we go. Let's Just you and Clint. You guys <laughs> and go I'll, head to head. And, and Brian and I will put up commentary. And I like and it. The, and, and do it. And for the record. I'll, 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 I'll host you You do the game. How about that? We yeah, switch. Let's do it. yeah, It'd be like Freaky Friday. My disappointment is on myself, by the way. There's questions I feel like I should have known. Should, it should be. I really I really thought a fall for a minute in the popcorn season, but... <laughs> So okay. guess summer, I thought you were about movies. to say it because it's like the first thing out your mouth was. Fun. I would have said summer too. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I figure more people go all, or something right? else. You you more people go and watch movies during the summer, movie. so that would have yeah. been my response too. Yeah, that was my thought, but I I get the fall too because people want to make popcorn at home and just stay home. So I get it. I get it. It's okay. You tried, Clint. You tried. I, I did try. I failed, but I tried. It's <laughs> <laughs> so all that matters. We're we're I happy think to too, the school consumption try. of it added up too for the fall. Well, about all, but our school does popcorn for concessions for the kids and stuff like that too. That's so. a good point. And football games, football games. you know. Yeah. See, we were only thinking about movie theaters in general. We weren't being open to the other paths for it. So, but fair, fair. Either way, 
Either way, thank you, Joey, for the fun game that whatever. You Shut up. Are so disappointed in us with. <laughs> also, Mountain Dew. Come on, really? I, I still want to. Hey, I'm I doing it. I want to hear how this goes. I'm, I'm going to do this. So make sure Next to week, join us on yeah Dorksman Game Night Friday night, 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, we'll be playing Jackbox. Uh, Nate will have whiskey and Mountain Dew, so I'll, I'll be there with uh, with my drink. <laughs> and refer to himself in the third person. And I will refer to myself in the third person. Um, what else we got going on this week? Uh, Clint, you're probably doing some retro game streaming or some sorry, some Switch yep. streaming. with. Uh, I know Andrew jumped in in the pre-party, talked about that. You guys might play some Mario Kart this week. Something. We'll see. Hopefully yeah. Tuesday night. So. Yeah, I think good. Monday I'm going to try to stream some zombie mode stuff for Call of Duty. Yeah. Nice. I'm sure Ryan will be on at some point streaming some retro games. Yeah, yeah but I'm on my, my own, own channel, channel now. Yeah, so. cool for us. Cool. Yeah, I'll probably be on uh, doing some Diablo. It was fun hanging out with uh, a few of you guys the other night while I was smashing stuff on Diablo. Yeah. So all the rest of us will be on the Dorksman channel stream. That's where you can find <laughs> well, the three yeah, of us. I'm on the Dorksman Twitch. channel TV, on Fridays. The underscore Dorksman. You are. You That's are. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. Is it fair? Um, it's fair. Is it's it? not fair because Joey put in all this work for this game and we suck. That's why oh, we suck again. Mike's also <laughs> been on the Darksman channel while he doesn't oh, yeah, pay I'm attention to the chat. We need to do, some yeah. call, we need to do Call of Duty again. That was yeah, fun. we got to do, do some call, Warzone again. Maybe Wednesday fun. night. Maybe me, Ryan, Nate, and MC can jump on uh, go. Call of Duty <laughs> again. Clint can moderate. Yeah. Whatever and, Clint's not doing Mario Kart, we'll, yeah. we'll jump on for some Warzone. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah, so make sure you guys are following us Twitter, the underscore dorksman, and Instagram the same as well. Uh, feel free to email us at dorksman at gmail.com. Uh, again, we probably will read it, but we probably won't respond. But maybe you might be the first or second person for me to respond to. Actually, I did respond to Jess the other day. She emailed yeah, about something. Was, so I well, no, she emailed you about the bell before you, yeah, before you had the, the episode. Bell. It was yeah. actually really cool. Yeah, so she can see the future. So make sure <laughs> right. you know. Yeah. Um, what else we got going on? We got t-shirts for sale uh, yep. right now on TeePublic. Uh, we'll put the link up again. Uh, shout out to Julie for doing the amazing art. The, we got the Pride logo on there, the updated original 4D logo. And we also have the Dorksman Supreme logo uh, in two variations, the upside down exclusive or the right side up exclusive, depending which way you want to wear your t-shirts. Is it upside uh, down the chase? Yeah, upside down is the chase version that you can easily get for the same price. Yeah, that you get the same price. <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening, in two days. So if you want to get that yeah. one, go get it now. We're taking it down by by Wednesday. No, we're not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but if you're listening to this episode on Monday morning, you should still have a few hours to take advantage of the T Public sale. Uh, it's cheaper the first seventy two hours. So if you bought one already, thank you so much for the support. Um, please share your pictures when you get them. I know they're not going to yeah, come in. Please do. Me, but we'd love to see them. Yes. Yeah. We'd love to see that stuff. I bought Ava one just a heads up. Oh, did you? I did. That's awesome. Did you buy something for Bosley, like like a, a dog onesie? I didn't. Oh. He, he's he's not big on wearing uh wearing well, anything. He's not wearing those things. Or... No. All right. Well, that was fun talking about movies. Now I miss movies in the theater. I miss you guys, kind of. Hey, I got to see you in March, man. <laughs> That's true. Hey, I got to see you in you March, guys man. could have been there. The rest of you, though. Yeah, what's, what's your excuse? I'm what's just kidding, you obviously. I'm not going to answer that on, on, on video. He anyway. went to him, technically. He didn't come to you. He also <laughs> skipped out on the trip. <laughs> I did. So if you would have you know, taken a train to Louisiana, I'd have been glad to meet <laughs> Fair him. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. 
I want to see right. this train to Louis from Hawaii to Louisiana, though. That'd be a pretty dope train. When he was yeah. in Seattle, you dingus. I knew what he was talking about. <laughs> Lay off the edibles, Clint. That's a it long probably would be. That'd Dude, be like that, four days. That yeah. train from Vancouver down to Seattle took forever, I thought. I'm like, damn. I mean, it's convenient. It's It was cheap. But I'm like, I don't want to do yeah. this all the time. Anyways, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode, episode 51. Uh, we'll be back at it again next week. Uh, anyone else got anything else to add before we close uh, this One out? thing I want to mention, I know that we do have a lot of people that listen on SoundCloud. We're approaching our one-year mark with the podcast here, so we are likely moving away from SoundCloud. So if you haven't already kept up with the social channels, please keep that aware just to make sure that you guys can still keep on track with our new episodes as they drop each week. Excellent. Good point. Yeah, we'll be uh, we'll make an announcement once that uh, happens. So, yeah. Um, with that, that's my secret. I'm always angry, and I'm sorry, Joey. <laughs> do the do! Word, homies. Please, no gang signs. Hugs. <laughs>